and welcome to the New Year's Special and episode number 29 on the official record of Sports Bar Talk. 2020 is almost history. It is two. We're recording this on the 30th, so by the time you listen to this, it could be 2021. Happy New Year, by the way. For those of you that are watching this in 2021, for those of you here listening on when it's still 2020, we got a couple days left or maybe a couple hours left. Got to push through. 2020 is almost history. The most, the toughest year of our lifetimes. 2020, our world has been flipped upside down in our personal lives, but also in the sports world. So, here's a rundown of what's going on this episode. Uh, First, I'm going to do a little year in review with the sports and whatnot, what we saw sports-wise and really what transpired. Then we're going to go in to picking the college football playoff semifinals. And we'll also pick a couple NFL games, maybe one NFL game. I'll go over the playoff clinching scenarios for Week 17. No Thursday night, no Monday night game because it's the final day of the regular season. Everyone is playing on Sunday. So, but more on that in a bit. But let's start with our year in review for sports. We had a year unlike no other in sports. Started in January. You had, you know, we had the Rose Bowl. Oregon won that. I believe Oregon won that. Let me check real quick. With Justin Herbert. Yep, Oregon won that 28-27. You had Herbert in his final game. Collegiate game, at least. Playing Wisconsin. It was a good game. Physical. I, I remember watching that. It was a very entertaining game. And then you had the NFL playoffs. And De- Derrick Henry... And the Titans ended that dynasty up in New England. The Patriots. That was such a fun game to watch. It ended the dynasty. Of course, Brady moved on, joined the Buccaneers. And Mike Vrabel outcoached his mentor, Bill Belichick, in that game quite literally led to a rule change in the league. That was a fun game to watch. I kept thinking New England would come back. But nope. And of course, a lot of talks. Brady, of course, leaves. Gronk comes out of retirement and goes to the Buccaneers. A lot of people thought everyone would leave from New England. McDaniels, he stayed. A lot of people thought when he stayed, oh, maybe Brady's going to stay. They're going to give it one more go. I thought that meant he was staying. I I was shocked Brady left. I was shocked. Uh Uh-huh. Believe me. Thought he was staying. If he went somewhere, I thought it'd be the Colts. Didn't think it'd be Tampa Bay. But here we are. Brady and the Pat Steins and the Patriots haven't been the same since Brady left. They're not making the playoffs. And they didn't win the AFC East. Crazy. Absolute craziness. In the year 2020. And then you had. The Titans. They beat the Ravens in the divisional round. But of course. Pat Mahomes. And the Kansas City Chiefs. And shout out to Bruce Roland. Won 
the Lombardi. They beat the 49ers in a pretty good game against San Francisco. 31-20. Kansas City was down 10 at one point in the fourth quarter. Damian Williams should have got MVP, but the fans get to choose it, and they're going to choose the most popular player on the team. It was Pat Mahomes. Um, listen, Garoppolo played all right. I mean, he was not, he played not bad in the game. He balled out for three quarters and then just made some mistakes. And, you know, Garoppolo, the Niners this year, of course, had injury issues. Kittle and Garoppolo were out. Sounds like Garoppolo is going to be the guy next year, according to head coach Kyle Shanahan. Unless they can get someone good at quarterback, maybe in the draft, I don't know. But it sounds like Garoppolo's the guy, and I think we, I think the Niners will will be dangerous again next year. They just they had a little setback this year. They had some injuries. Debo Samuel was out a little bit. Kittle, of course, just came back this past week. I think they'll have to shut him down again because I don't want him to re-injure himself, potentially tear an ACL up to miss all all of next season. But. San Fran had some injuries, and the Chiefs ended up winning the Super Bowl. We also had the mega fight in boxing between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, the rematch. Their first fight, I believe, was a draw. Let me make sure real quick. I don't watch much boxing. If it's on TV, I'll watch it. Um, and it was a draw. Yes, it was a draw, but they fought in late February, um, and Fury just absolutely dominated Wilder. We had a TKO, um, by Fury, the British boy, and he sang bye-bye Miss American Pie. In the post-fight interview. That was quite entertaining to watch. And then came. That dark day. In sports. The. Day. That I believe most people. Thought to themselves. Oh my. COVID's actually a big deal. March 11th, 2020, the day sports shut down. That that day was crazy. I was hanging out with my good buddy Steve um that day. We were just chilling. And I go in the shower that night, and I come down, my parents have CNN on, and all of a sudden I see the headline, NBA shuts down. I'm like, whoa, what, 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 what? I couldn't believe, and then a couple minutes later, Rudy Gobert tests positive for the coronavirus. Utah Jazz Center, Rudy Gobert. I couldn't believe it. So, 
and Billy Donovan and Quinn Snyder were informed. Sorry for the dead air. I'm trying to process what I want to say. I didn't really think this through. <laughs> but, so the game wasn't going to be played. NBA gets shut down. But the games that night would continue, the 10 o'clock games. The uh, Kings and Pelicans were going to play that night. And I guess one of the refs, and that game got postponed because one of the refs scheduled to work that game had worked a jazz game. So Rudy had a, and it was also that night was lost in the shuffle. Vince Carter's final game, an NBA legend and definitely a Hall of Famer. Then on the next day, March 12th, college basketball followed suit. All of the conference tournaments got canceled. You had, of course, then the big domino, March Madness getting canceled. You knew it was coming, but when you saw the official announcement, just gutted. One of my, it's my favorite two weeks of the year, March Madness. Uh, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Um, and you had the MLS shut down, MLB shut down. Um, their spring trainings and whatnot. Earlier in that day, on that Thursday, the PGA Tour said they will go on with the players. First round, spectators were allowed, but after the first round, there'd be no spectators. And a bunch of guys, like Rory McIlroy, I think, led the charge. A bunch of guys actually opted out after the Thursday round. Or even, in some cases, in the middle of the round. Which prompted it right about midnight that night. PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan said, We're just gonna, we're gonna halt, we're gonna halt play. Now, the UFC and the Mexican Premier... And now, oh, the Premier League in England said they would go on. Full crowds and whatnot in England. But then, the manager for Arsenal, Mikel Arteta, tested positive for COVID, so that shut down. You did have European soccer that day. Um, Europa League soccer. You also... But the UFC... Announced that they would go on with their card in Brazil that Saturday. Their scheduled card, but no fans. They had the card. Um, went on as scheduled. And Dana White, and we'll get more on the UFC in a second, announced that they were still going to try and have their card the next week in England. And then the following two events would be in Vegas. But then Vegas shut down. And the the Nevada State Athletic Commissioner, Commission said no more events for the time being in Vegas. So... You didn't have much going on there. Um, you had the Mexican Premier League and some PBA bowling to get you through Sunday. And then, poof, no sports on. And I'm thinking to myself, because I live off sports. Every night, ESPN is on. I'm thinking to myself, well, what am I going to do with my life? There's no sports on television. What am I going to do? Yes, I was in college. I mean, I was in college doing school, but at night I just loved to watch sports. Didn't know what I was gonna do with my life. Luckily, on the weekends, three or four horse racing tracks were still running. Because believe it or not, even though COVID was going on, horses still need the same TLC tender loving and care, um, and same training regime. So a couple tracks were able to get approve approval from their states racing commissions and the governors to keep running. So Oklahoma they kept running, Florida they kept running. Uh 
Arkansas they kept running. So, races. So, there was horse racing on on the weekend, but it was only a couple tracks. By nighttime, there was nothing. We had to rely on reruns. And, I mean, luckily the NFL and NBA made their uh, game archive. uh, NFL Game Pass, the NFL, which has, like, every NFL game from the last 10 years on it. NBA... They opened up, like, their vault of games, so you could watch those for free whenever you wanted. And a lot of the networks dedicated some days of the week to airing. So, like, Monday was classic Monday night football games. I believe Tuesday might have been, like, baseball. Wednesday they showed old NBA. And then Thursday was some other stuff. And Friday was, like, a movie night on ESPN. I know NBC Sports... Network NBCSN dedicated a whole week to, like, old classic Sunday night football games and games that had aired on NBC, including the first ever Sunday night football games. It was nice to relive some old memories. I know they had Mahomes versus Brady Part 1 uh, when Mahomes, when Brady beat Mahomes. It was like a 43-40 to 40 game. I forget what the final score was. It was a fun game, though, to watch. Um, but then May... First week of May, second Saturday in May, Dana White, who in my opinion, out of all the sports leagues, the UFC did the best job. Now, maybe it's because fighting's different and whatnot, and it's not much of a team sport. They came back with a vengeance. UFC 249, the first real sporting event in North America. At Vice Star Memorial Veterans Memorial Arena in good old Jacksonville, Florida, May 9th, the UFC was back. And there was there was some concern the event would go on. But Ron, Gover- Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was on sport board. The Florida State Athletic Commission was on board. They were gonna host three different events that week. UFC 249, and then two UFC Fight Night events, one on Wednesday, the one on the following Saturday. Props to Dana White. There was some uncertainty going into that the night before because Jacare Souza had tested positive for the vi- for COVID, and but they kept plugging on. They got the whole card in, with exception of Jacare's fight. They got it in. No, no hiccups, and I think that's that. That event actually prompted sports to come back because it sent a message that one positive test isn't enough. That you can have a positive test, but the event can still go on. And the UFC, to their credit, they went. They had a full schedule. They went full throttle. They had events basically every week from July from 4th after 4th of July weekend there was a UFC card every weekend until just now because of their holiday break in the UFC they had events of course in Jacksonville uh the UFC Apex in Vegas once the athletic commission there in Nevada got on board and then you had um Fight Island which is coming back in January can report and now, you have sports coming back. NASCAR came back. I did watch some NASCAR because if there was a live event on, I was watching it. Don't like NASCAR as much, but did watch some. And then about mid-June, you had the PGA Tour come back. 
It's great to finally have some golf to watch. Love watching golf. The great competition. You did have a little outbreak. A couple players and caddies tested positive, had to miss the event. But, game on hand said keep going. And they kept going, and that outbreak was pretty much contained. And they've been able to actually keep a full schedule going too. I would say the top two. But golf is pretty easy to social distance. Then we get to about July-ish. You had Major League Soccer. Well, let's get to June 20th. You had the Premier League come back. And by this point, a lot of the Euro- the Bundesliga was back May 13th in Germany. But now a lot of the European leagues are coming back. And the Premier League had to play a lot of games. They had to make up a lot of games. They had to make up at least... Two months worth of games. But they pushed through. They ended July 23rd or 24th. Liverpool were the Premier League champions. And then you had... Fast forward, you had Major League Soccer come back in the U.S. The MLS is back tournament. They had a little bubble, World Cup style tournament. At Disney, which became the hub for the NBA. We'll get to the NBA in a second. MLB, back July 23rd or 24th-ish, somewhere around there. Yankees Nationals, of course, in the fourth inning. Gets knocked out due to a rain delay, but it was great to have baseball back. Um, Even with the new rules, it was great to have it back. Then you had the NBA and NHL back. And we had... The Lakers do it for Kobe Bryant. They won the NBA Finals. And then you had the Tampa Bay Lightning, your Stanley Cup champions. And you also had the Dodgers win the World Series, but not without controversy because at the end, they had to pull Justin Turner off the field because he had had COVID. He tested positive, and the lab result came back during the game. And in my opinion, the MLB has handled this the worst out of all the leagues. And COVID and whatnot. Just. They had the outbreak. And just terrible handling there at the end. They had a bumpy start and a bumpy end. So we'll see. But then you had. You had college football. By the way I forgot to mention. LSU was the national champions. In college football. College football came. Big 10. Post, originally postponed. Then they canceled. Pac-12 canceled. Beginning of September, you did have the ACC come back, and Notre Dame for this year only joined the conference. A lot of these leagues start to play football again. SEC and Big 12 follow suit. A lot of pleas to the Big 10 and Pac-12. They're proving you can do this safely. Big 10 and Pac-12 join. Big 10 starts play the weekend of October 20th. Pac-12 joins suit November 6th. You had a lot of outbreaks, a lot of games being canceled, the controversy with Ohio State. But we've made it this far. We have the college football playoff coming up this Friday, New Year's Day. And with that being said, let's pick the games for the college football playoff. Odds provided to us, odds and over-unders provided to us, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, I'm not telling you who to bet. Just using the DraftKings Sportsbook as a reference for what we, what they think a good chance, what the score could be. 
and if it's going to be a shootout. Let's start with the Rose Bowl that won't be played in Pasadena this year. Semi-final number one. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish take on the Crimson Tide. By the way, I mentioned the Rose Bowl not in Pasadena this year. They wanted the Notre Dame wanted their parents to be able to attend, the players' parents to be able to attend, so they moved it to Cowboys Stadium, well, AT&T Stadium now, but Cowboys Stadium, so the Rose Bowl for one year only will be played at Jerry World. Bama right now is 20-point favorites. The over-under is at 65 and a half. All right. Is anyone giving Notre Dame much of a chance? I don't see much of these experts giving Notre Dame much of a chance. Alabama, they've got two of the Heisman favorites. Quarterback Mac Jones, wide receiver Devonta Smith. I believe he's a wide receiver. Let me make sure. But I haven't watched, watched much Alabama this year because every game they've played has basically been a blot. I did watch them in the SEC championship game. I was flipping between that that and a football and the uh, NFL because there was NFL that night. I do think Alabama will win the football game. I think they'll win the game by at least 14. I think you have a good... I think Notre Dame will play them close in like the first two to three quarters. But I think Alabama's going to be too strong. A lot of people are saying you'll know who wins the game in the first 15 minutes of the game. Notre Dame, for them to have a shot to pull off a shocker and win this football game, they got to put long drives down the fields, run it down their throat, Alabama's throats, take as much time off the clock as possible in a drive. And when you get, and they got to cap off drives with touchdowns, no field goals. You got to get touchdowns. I'd only say go for a field goal if it's fourth and seven or longer, or fourth and six and longer. If it's fourth and short, you got to go for it. You just, you're going to have, you got to get touchdowns to beat Bama. That's the only recipe to somehow beat them because this year Alabama looks as dominant as ever. And if you were to ask me, who to win the Heisman, I still think it would be Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Even though he missed games from COVID, the numbers he's putting up, Matt, I don't even know if Mac Jones is coming close to it or Devontae Smith. So, I think Trevor Lawrence did still win the Heisman. I think Alabama wins. I don't think they cover. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I think Alabama will pull away. And Alabama, after a year's absence from the playoff, will be back in the national title game. Let's go to the... Yes, no, it's the Sugar Bowl. My bad. Wanted to say Fiesta, but it's the Sugar Bowl in beautiful New Orleans. Never been there, but I heard it's beautiful. At Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Ohio State Buckeyes take on Clemson in a rematch of quite an amazing football game last year. Ohio State comes into this game as seven-point dogs. Over-under is set at 66 and a half. And Clemson is looking pretty dominant. They're finally getting healthy on defense. Uh, they look very good right now. They look strong. But Ohio State's motivated. You know, if the refs hadn't blown that call last year, Ohio State probably plays LSU for the national title. And then who knows? Maybe Ohio State wins the football game and they're national champions. Who knows? But Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's probably still has something to prove. 
to some scouts and whatnot, you know. Now he's not going to the Jets. He's probably, which probably works out better for him. He's going to get to play in sunny Jacksonville. A lot of Jacksonville references getting on our show today. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Justin Fields, I think, is motivated more than ever. You know, he threw the game-ending pick on their final drive. We'll see. We'll see. I think this... A lot of people think this is going to be a Clemson blowout, but honestly, Ohio State's got a great D-line that they can match up with Clemson on those run plays. Even though Travis Etienne is a great running back, they can match up. We will see. I think this is going to be a great game. I'm picking Ohio State only because I'm biased. Biased. I'm biased, so I have to pick Ohio State. But even if I pick Clemson, I think Ohio State will cover, would cover. So Ohio State wins. I think we will have an Alabama-Ohio State National Championship game. Next week's episode, we will pick this National Championship game along with the NFL playoff games. Speaking of the NFL playoffs, here we go. We've got some... Pl- I mentioned we might not be picking as many NFL games as we normally do this week because some games don't matter, some games do. So let's talk about the playoff scenarios. I just closed out this, the uh, website real quick. Let me boot that back up. <laughs> Sorry about that. How was y'all's Christmas, by the way? How was y'all's Christmas? Mine was pretty good. I got a Minka Fitzpatrick jersey. <laughs> got a Minka jersey. I got some Juju Smith-Schuster socks. Um, A Juju Smith-Schuster shirt. I got... Uh, I got my dad a New York Mets mask. He loves it. Um, yeah. All right, we got the website back up. Okay, the NFC, we're going to start the NFC. And there are still a lot of questions in this division. We still need to figure out the six and seven seeds. So let's start the Los Angeles Rams, who are playing the Cardinals. We'll pick that game. The Rams are going to be out without their quarterback, Jared Goff, who had thumb surgery. And Cooper Cup, who is placed on the COVID list and won't be able, and won't be off it in time to play Sunday. So the Rams will be shorthanded against Arizona. But the Rams can get in the playoffs with a win or a Bears loss. And the Bears are playing the Packers, and that's a big game for both teams because the Packers don't quite have the number one seed locked up. The Bears will get in. With a win or a Cardinals loss. So even if the Packers annihilate them, they could still get in. And the only scenario for Arizona is to win. So, quite literally, this Rams-Cardinals game is a win-and-get-in game. I've made the case this should have been the Sunday night football game this week. This should have been. This should have been. Um... Home field advantage in the NFC. The Packers clinch the number one seed with a win against Chicago, the Bears, or if Seattle loses to the Niners. The Saints will get the number one seed, take back their number one seed, with a win, but they also will need Seattle to win and the Bears to beat the Packers. Seattle gets in with a win, and they all, But they also need the Saints and the Packers to lose, which I don't think the Saints will lose. They're playing Carolina. But if there's any team that could beat New Orleans, it's Carolina. 
Carolina is good, and they played the Chiefs tough. So we'll see. The NFC East. Here's the fun part. So the Cowboys and Giants are playing at 1 o'clock that day. The winner of that game will have to root for the Eagles. Because the Washington football team just has to win. That's all they have to do. And that is your Sunday night football game. Washington wins. Cowboy, they're in. They win the division. Cowboy, the winner of the Cowboys-Giants game gets in if the Eagles can beat Washington. In the AFC, let's start with the simple scenario. The AFC South. The Titans will, and Colts have the same record. The Titans will have the control of the destiny, basically. The Titans will win the AFC South with a win or if Indy loses. Titans will have a good shot winning. They're playing the Texans. Texans have a bad run defense. Derrick Henry might quite literally run for 300 yards on him. The Colts will clinch the AFC South with a win and a Titans loss. Colts play the Jaguars. If you remember back in week one, the Jaguars did upset the Colts. That's the Jaguars' only win this year. And they've already got the number one pick locked up, so they might try to do it again. They're not going to try to tank. Here's the wild card. We still have our unclear who's going to be the wild card. So the Titans basically control their own destiny for this too. If the Titans win, regardless if the Titans win, they're in. Regardless. But they can also get in if Baltimore loses, or the Colts lose, or Miami loses. And Miami has a good chance to lose. They're playing Buffalo, but we'll see if Buffalo rests, guys. Because they got they'll probably they have the two seed pretty much locked up. The Dolphins, who are the current five seed right now, will get in with a win against Buffalo. Or if Baltimore loses, by the way, Baltimore plays Cincinnati. Looks like an easy win for Baltimore. Or Cleveland loses. Cleveland is playing the Steelers. Steelers are going to, sounds like they're resting most of their key guys, but it's a Mason Rudolph revenge game for the Steelers. Mason Rudolph, I don't know what he's thinking. We'll see what happens. Or the Colts lose. The Ravens have probably the most simple path. Right now, they're in the sixth seed. They get in with the win against Cincinnati, or if the Steelers beat the Browns, or the Colts lose. The Browns will get in. Or they'll get in with a Colts loss or a Tennessee loss. But if the Tennessee loses, they would need Baltimore to win plus Indy and the Dolphins to win. The Colts get in with a win and they need one of the following. A Tennessee loss, a Baltimore loss, a Cleveland loss, or a Miami loss. They just need one of those teams to lose. So we'll see. There are your playoff scenarios. I hope you got those written down. I can tell you right now, the Red Zone Channel is going to be coming in, come in handy on Sunday. We'll put down the remote, let them handle it. So, we're going to pick three games, all NFC. Because So we're going to start with that Rams-Cardinals game. It's essentially a win-and-get-in game for the playoffs. 425, 
on CBS. But it's the big game. Nance and Romo are going to be there, so most of the country will get it. And right now, the Cardinals are a point favorites. Actually, they took the over-under off the board right now. There is no over-under. It'll Just keep checking sports books if you want to know what kind of a shootout this could be. Probably won't be much of a shootout. And we'll see. I know there's a chance Kyler Murray might not play for the Cardinals. I know he's dealing with some type of injury. Injury. Let's see how he's doing. Of course, Cardinals lost to the 49ers on Sunday, on Saturday. So, we will see. Kyler Murray did practice Wednesday. I think if Kyler Murray goes, the Cardinals win this football game. Simple as that, and they cover. Because it's a point right now. Um... So there's that. The other game I want to pick is the end of two NFC East games. We will start with the Cowboys and the Giants. This is at 1 o'clock on your Fox station. Most of the country is getting this game. It's Buck and Aikman. Um, I think everyone that listens to it is going to get this game unless you live in Detroit or Minnesota or Tampa or Atlanta. Dallas comes into the game as three-point favorites. The over-under is set at 44-and-a-half. And the Cowboys have a good chance to win this game. They looked very—Andy Dalton looked like vintage Andy Dalton against the Eagles. Um, They have great receivers. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, or as I like to call—as uh, me and Chris Berman like to call him, ABCD, EFG. H-I-J-K, Lamb. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Zeke, I think Zeke needs to play pretty a better game this time. I mean, he Zeke hasn't done much ever since they lost Dak for the season. Um, he hasn't really, he's only had like one touchdown, I think, since uh, Dak went out. And that was a receiving touchdown against the Vikings. So Zeke's going to have to play better if they want to have a shot in the playoffs. But the Giants... You know, the last time these two teams played, they played they played the Cowboys pretty close. Cowboys still won the football game. Um, but Daniel Jones, it sounds like, will be back. Um, and what did the Eagle or Giants have? You know, you got Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Uh, there's no Saquon Barkley, but Wayne Goldman's done a pretty good job at running back. We'll see. I think this will be a good game. I think the Giants will win this football game. I don't think they cover, though. Um, I think they'll win by at least one point. It's going to be a great game, though. It's going to be physical. And then the Giants will win, go back to their houses, settle in, and watch the game that matters the most to them, the Washington football team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, Washington is two-point favorites. Over-under is set at 43.5. Sunday night football going out to the whole country on NBC. Good old Al Michaels. Good old Chris Collinsworth. Going to be calling the game. And Alex Smith is dealing with a little bit of an injury. It sounds like Taylor Heineke, who came in relief of Dwayne Haskins on Sunday, will get to start if... Smith can't go. We will see what happens with Alex Smith. Uh, I think if he goes, they have a better chance. But Washington did put up 27 against this Eagles team in week one. 
but Carson Wentz was the quarterback. The Eagles are now have Jalen Hurts, who I think is going to be the quarterback of the future for the Eagles. And I'm going to make a hot take right now. I'm going to make a bold prediction for the 2021 season. Just going to make it right now. Then we'll get back to the game. Jalen Hurts will win NFL MVP next season. I do believe it. Uh, I think he's on a similar road to what Lamar Jackson had, you know, a couple years ago in the Ravens. Mid-season, bench Joe Flacco, put Lamar in, they started winning football games. And then the next season, of course, Lamar went crazy. I think we're in a similar situation here in Philly with Jalen Hurts. I think that Jalen Hurts, he's got he's going to have a couple games under his belt. Eagles, of course, are not making the playoffs this year. He can get right in the offseason, and I think he's going to have a, a, big, a big next season for Philly. And I think it'll be good enough that they might actually be in contention for a bye. We'll see. But we'll see. I'll just leave it at that. But this game, we'll see. And we don't know who Philly's resting. My guess is they might rest a couple guys, but I think Hurts will play. Um, I haven't heard much. I think Washington wins the football game, though. I don't think, I think they'll cover because two points right now is just too little for me. I think they cover. Washington wins the NFC East. And let me check my time. I'll just give you a rundown. 37 minutes. Give you a quick rundown what we're having for New Year's dinner. So first off, New Year's Eve. We're getting Chinese food. Takeout. Not sure what place we're getting takeout from yet. We're going to watch the ball drop on uh, Dick Clark rocking New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Um, So that'll be fun. Then New Year's Day. It's a tradition in my family. Pork and sauerkraut. I don't eat sauerkraut, though. Ugh, yucky. Um, so, but we're going to have pork. Uh, and we're just going to sit back, watch the college football playoff games. I think we're also making some mashed potatoes and gravy again. And I don't know what dessert's going to be because I don't know. I don't know if it'll be cheesecake or apple pie from Dunlap's again. Who knows? But with that being said, 2020 is in the books. This is our last episode in 2020 of Sports Bar Talk. It's been a one wild ride. Can't believe we're up to episode 29 already. 29 in. A lot more to go. Um, next week, we will pick the national title game. And we actually will pick the wild card games as well. Yeah. This is Sports Bar Talk. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Should all the Quaytons be forgot? Oz Lang Zion, baby! The new year is upon us! This is Sports Bar Talk. We're even in 2021. We got the best seat in the house! Woo!